Good afternoon, good morning. This is Mark Johnson from Loyalty360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. I want to welcome you to another edition of Loyalty Live, in a series we speak with leading agencies, technology partners, and consultants in customer channel and brand loyalty about the technology trends and best practices that impact a brand's ability to drive unique experiences, enhance engagement, but most importantly, impact customer loyalty. Uh, today's focus is on the trends that will likely shape the customer loyalty industry in 2024 and beyond. We have the pleasure of speaking with Jill Moser. She's the Senior Vice President of Global Offers at MasterCard. Uh, she's going to talk about some of the challenges and opportunities in the year ahead. So, Jill, thank you very much for taking the time to join us. Thanks for having me, Mark. Absolutely. Uh, first off, can you tell us a little bit more about your role with MasterCard and provide an overview of how MasterCard works with uh, brands to enhance their customer loyalty and experiences? Yeah, I'd love to. So I joined MasterCard a year ago to lead the MasterCard offers products globally. Um, but I spent the past almost 25 years in the loyalty space. I worked for a major uh, top five U.S. issuing bank. Um, and before that, led a co-brand portfolio of uh, rewards cards for card linking at a major U.S. retailer. I Earlier in my career, I worked in paper coupons and rebates, and all of that experience really led me to MasterCard. Um, and the common thread there is that the end customers want a way to save money, and they want to be able to save money to offset their living expenses and their everyday expenses. And the merchants want to find new customers. And so how do you sit in the middle to be able to help um, you know, provide that in a better way? The companies we support are able to do that through MasterCard because we really have that unique position of already sitting between merchants, banks, and end um, cardholders. But um, in the MasterCard world, once I joined, it was you know kind of a best kept secret that MasterCard's really a global leader in loyalty. Um, that loyalty business goes far beyond the traditional transaction processing that you know MasterCard for. Um, and, um, you know, just from a scale perspective, we manage over 1.3 trillion points. We have 800 loyalty programs under management, 600 million customer profiles, 42 million merchant offers redeemed annually, 150 million issuer reward accounts that we manage. And so um, it's a rather large business um, globally. And we do that um, across many verticals from financial institutions to retailers to quick service restaurants to airlines um, and you know far beyond. And so um, that diverse and global perspective allows us to bring learnings across those sectors and the regions to help that entire loyalty ecosystem grow overall. Okay. There's a great deal of buzz uh, interest around AI, uh, generative AI and its potential in marketing and customer loyalty uh, programs. You know, what do you see as opportunities for AI uh, as, you know, as a benefits for brands who have customer loyalty strategies? And also even how are you defining or kind of, you know, talking about AI as well? It'd be great to know. Sure. So at MasterCard, data is at our core, right? That's what we do every day, um, you know, and handling it and how we protect that data makes us um, the continued trusted choice for brands around the globe. And um, it's no secret that that artificial intelligence and using it wisely can unlock uh, predictive engagement, right? Um, where you can dynamically curate relevant offers for customers based on what you're seeing, um, you know, ensure that you're delivering the right products, that you're delivering content at scale. 
And customers really, um, you know, as time goes on, they expect a personalized experience. So I think, you know, latest research is over 70% of customers expect more now um, from a personalized experience than they ever have in the past. And the more you can deliver on that expectation, the stronger that your relationship comes with customer um, and the longer term loyalty that you'll see. Um, so loyalty really is an after effect. Um, it's a halo that you see from that success and it makes uh, loyalty the outcome that you desire after making many right moves along the way. Um, but of course, like anything else from, you know, AI, people are worried, a little worried about it. Um, and so ensuring that that you have the right internal governance in place, that the design is there uh, to protect customer privacy and to ensure that data is being used in responsible ways. Um, you know, protecting our clients' data is at the utmost importance for MasterCard. And, you know, so we want to make sure that anything that we're doing in AI is, um, you know, while it, it should help um, give customers the expected personalized experience that they they desire and that they're really um, you know demanding now. It is super important that we do it the right way. Excellent. When you look at uh, uh, analytics, uh, creative uh, marketing, they've a little bit uh, mm -hmm. been different, right? Uh, we've seen kind of convergence of that in uh, the the CMO role now uh, in the CMO, CMO, and CO suite. As you know, both are very integral into loyalty program design and management, being able to have the right analytics. You talked about the, the you know, the the the, the, the analytic uh, capacity you have in MasterCard, but being able to drive the right uh, creative strategy content offers is very important as well. You know, how can brands better align data science with strategy and execution? Yeah, um, great question. Uh, customer demands they're shifting. And people are really wanting more companies to show that they care about them. So it's going beyond just what do you provide from a products, but um, you know what is your carbon footprint and what are you doing to better the world and how are you? Um, you know, customers are starting to expect a lot more on you know on, on what you're doing. But um, going back to the data um, and how you are collecting that data and activating that, the data really helps us under better understand customers. Um, you know what. What's driving the spend? What's driving customers to do the things that they do, that they do from a behavioral standpoint, um, and to be able to respond to those needs? So it really starts with having that 360 degree view of a customer, uh, where you have both zero party data um, as well as first party data to enable that engagement. And um, that loyalty data that you're getting from, you know, the output from everything that you're doing, it's not just good for loyalty metrics and ensuring that you're keeping the CMO happy, um, and ensuring that the return on the ad spend is high, and that everything that you're doing is driving that customer engagement and the spend. Um, but it becomes a, you know, once you have the loyalty set of customers, it becomes a really great group of people that you can start to do even more testing with to better understand, you know, what types of tailoring of products, services, offers would you need to do to continue to have um, that spend lift that that everyone is desiring. Okay. When you talk about the data, zero-party data, first-party data, uh, you know, big interest in optimizing that, you know, how does data build better relationships for uh, brands, right? They, they know it's something they should do, but uh, some brands think they have too much data. Some brands think they have not enough data, and some brands aren't sure that they have the right amount. Uh, you know, uh, you know, it can be a, a quite a challenge for brands. You know, how how should they be looking at data to build better relationships? 
Yeah, I think from a relationship standpoint, all data is valuable in in some way, but there's a cost to having data, um, especially if you're not sure that you can protect it. So protecting is um, number one in terms of of how do you take care of that. Um, But I think making sure you understand that you have the data and being able to mine that and to better understand how do you use it to your benefit to better present, uh, you know, various different content to customers. That's where you get the customer surprise and delight experience to let them, you know, get in, get what they're looking for and get out. Uh, And so I I think data becomes a really crucial um, key point to, you know, from a collection standpoint and making sure that you are uh, set up well for success. Okay. As you know, the interest in rewards incentives uh, is changing. There's a movement towards more personalized rewards, again, which is going to leverage data. And brands are focusing on, uh, you know, rewards that include special experiences, uh, not only discounts and, and freebies. You know what trends do you see from the surface of clients that you have? You know wh- what are they looking for, and how are they engaging their customers, members uh, with you know new reward opportunities? Sure. Um, I, I think at the um, at the end of the day, customers want choice, right? Um, They want to make sure that they can redeem their points, for example, in a variety of different ways. They want it to be seamless. They want it to be um, frictionless, right? And most importantly, they want value. They're going to compare one reward redemption option versus another, and they want to make sure that they're getting the value out of that. Um, As well as, you know, I think experiences are continuing to play in with customers in terms of what they're really looking for. Customers are trading down, for example, in... um, um, in, in some brands and grocery stores, but their they're spending restaurants is up, right? So that tells us that the customers really desire to be out, right? They want to be with their friends. They want to have that experience. And that's still important to them, even though they're not trading down. Uh, but as it relates to, you know, what are we doing and what are we seeing that customers and our, our clients anyway are, are trying to do from a loyalty perspective? Um, a great example of that is earlier this year, we launched with Expedia, which allows customers to redeem their loyalty points for travel bookings and a white labeled platform. And so our loyalty clients get the benefit of being able to provide the uh, travel offering as a redemption um, standpoint in that white labeled environment. So it's easy to redeem. It's diverse. It clearly demonstrates value what customers are looking for because it gives them a lot of choice uh, in where they um, where they could redeem those points as well. You know, flipping the side of offers of how do we shift you know our offer strategy and um, it, as we move into 2024, um, the the best thing that we do is we provide a network an ecosystem that's stitched together. Um, you know, from three key players, the publishers that are you know issuing and showcasing these offers to customers. Um, you know, we have the banks, the merchants that are providing the offers, and then of course the consumers that are utilizing the offers. Uh, with that network and with a really broad set of offer content, we're able to tailor and personalize it. So what Jill sees is very different than what Mark sees, and um, that we can again try to try to surprise and delight you along the way, so that you can get in get what you're looking for, get out, have a really wonderful experience and want to come back for more, tell a friend, tell two friends, um, you know, get that continuous um, life cycle going. Okay. Uh, What new trends have you seen that are top of mind for the brands that you're working with in in 2023? You know, what innovations are the clients that you work with uh, looking to implement uh, in the coming year? 
So there is does seem to be kind of an increased focus on gamification and um, you know getting the customer to continuously come back for more um, and and what that looks like. Uh, we are deepening investments in, in that regard and technology and personalization and artificial intelligence to help build more choice for customers to help use that network that I spoke of earlier um, and and bring that to the forefront so that uh, customers can be wowed by the experience. Experience. It, um, you know, loyalty in general, um, as talking earlier, that loyalty is an outcome. It's it's made by many, many touch points. It's not a set it and forget it type mindset. And I think sometimes, uh, you know, client or, you know, people in the industry think that they can set a loyalty program and kind of set it and forget it. And, um, you know, customers will just continue to really love that transactional type behavior that is driving, um, you know, so many points per dollar or so many, um, you know, so, so many, uh, you know, various, uh, if I transact five times, then I get, you know, something for that where I think that, um, you know, people have to start thinking outside of the box of how do they have that surprise component and how do they have the elements that are really driving customers to want to say, wait, what, what's available now, right? How do you, how do you keep that uh, surprise element for, for customers to be wowed by experiences beyond what they've learned, you know, come to know and expect? When you look at Gamification, that is definitely a, an area of interest from our brand membership. We have 130 some brands and growing. We meet with them weekly. And uh, we actually had a call on trends for 23, 24 uh, on uh, Tuesday. And getting gamification to work is somewhat of a challenge for a lot of brands, right? So making it seamless, making it on point from a messaging perspective, from a, uh, you know, a, a, a look and feel perspective, uh, not adding that spinning wheel on every page, right? Uh, that, that seems to be kind of a term brands have. You know, how do you get uh, these new technologies to work uh, within an existing loyalty program? Are there any, there any keys that you have in that regard? Yeah, first, I'd say, you know, do business with the right partner that can make it um, seamless and is not going to recommend that you put it on every single page or every, um, you know, different interaction there. There's certainly an art and a science to, you know, back to the data science we talked about in um, artificial intelligence of learning from what you put out there. If you put it on every page and you're not seeing the engagement that you're looking for, something's probably wrong. So how do you learn for that in real time and make adjustments to what you're showcasing to customers? I, I think that's that's super important. Uh, but there's also an art to, uh, you know, what what those customers look like. And that comes through endless user research and, you know, understanding your customer base to make sure that you are, you know, putting something in front of them that is um, exciting. It is something that they want to do, that you're seeing high engagement from and, um, you know, being willing to fail fast if something you thought was going to work is, is not working. Fail fast and, and move on. And, um, you know, then when you find the winners, you know, accelerate. Excellent. Uh, when you look at the challenges that you see from a customer loyalty perspective, uh, is it strategy, technology, organizational buy-in, lack of metrics, resource allocation? What are the, the one or two challenges you see that are confronting brands most frequently? So I think a lot of the largest organizations that have loyalty programs, they're pretty mature. Um, but they may remain fragmented because they're mature. And it's not for lack of effort or necessarily a lack of resources, but instead, you know, I think those programs have traditionally been hyper-focused on one thing 
and that was, you know, back to some of my earlier comments of, um, you know, wanting to continue to change things up a bit for customers so that they they can continue to want to come back for more. Um, and so as programs evolve and technology evolves, it is allowing us to move faster, to do things in new ways. Um, you know, businesses can take a look at their priorities and how they have changed. And, um, and then, you know, understanding better, how do you have the right partners in place? How do you have the right um, loyalty vendors in place, for example, to help you uh, accelerate that mindset and understand to be able to tackle the customer experience in a new way and deliver, you know, really great products and services to your clients. And so um, utilizing, you know, different technology stacks, I think, um, you know, that that's a common thread that a lot of companies see where you have, um, you know, various different technology programs across your organization, and they all have to talk to each other to be able to execute on something that you're trying to do. And so um, that's very, it's really difficult, even for big organizations like, you know, like a MasterCard. Um, but, you know, having the right team in place, getting together and, you know, merging the data in a way that helps you, um, you know, execute on that flawlessly becomes super important. So, um, you know, probably always been a challenge, but I think that that's continuing. But I think as technology improves, we're, we're going to see that uh, improve as well. Excellent. Uh, now we have our wonderful quick fire questions. Uh, we uh, prefer a one word response or short phrase, or I get in trouble with the content team. And I'm always in trouble with the content team. If you help me out, that'd be great. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. I'll good. do my best. Perfect. Uh, I'm sure uh, Jill needs to be great. I mean, what, what is your favorite word? Mm, passion. Passion. Uh, good. I like that word as well. What is your least favorite word? Lazy. Uh, uh, what excites, inspires you? Loyalty. There you go. Uh, what do you find tiresome? Winter. Uh, interesting. Uh, <laughs> what profession other than the one that you're currently in would you like to attempt? Uh, pilot. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's on my list of things to do as well, but I've wrecked every other thing I've had, boat, car, <laughs> motorcycle. So my wife is not a big fan of that idea. Um, what, what book do you recommend uh, to colleagues? Mm, I like Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg. Okay, good book. Uh, what do you typically think about at the end of the day? My kids. Excellent. How many kids do you have? Four. Well, Four good. girls. Yeah. Four girls. Uh, I, I only have three. I got the boy in the last one. So that we. <laughs> um, what uh, what's uh, new? What's what's out for loyalty in twenty twenty four? Transaction only based programs. Got it. And what's in for loyalty in 2024? Adding behavior. Perfect. Well, Jill, thank you very much for taking the time to talk with the state. It was great getting to know a little bit more about MasterCard, some things you guys are doing, but also, you know, it was great to hear that the trends that you're seeing, because uh, you have such a wide swath of clients in different verticals and how you're helping them. So thank you very much for taking the time to talk with us today. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Absolutely. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Same to you. Uh, and everyone else, thank you for joining today. Make sure you join us back in 2024. And until then, have a wonderful holiday season and see everyone in 24. Thank you very much.